0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode about the movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week, so I had an I had an episode planned for this week that was going to come out today uh, on a, on, a, on a film I had seen recently. But then I I remembered that Top Gun: Maverick is coming out this week on the uh, Thursday here in Australia, so I figured. I might as well talk about Top Gun because I figure this is a pretty good chance to talk about that film. So I had I actually had never never seen Top Gun prior to th- th- this year. I, I watched it a few days ago, actually, uh, two, like two or three days ago. And um, actually, at the time I'm recording this, I have actually seen Top Gun Maverick. I got went to a VIP screening on last night, which would, is the Sunday. <clears throat> so I have seen Top Gun Maverick. I won't talk about that here because I don't think I should. It's so I'm, I'm basically I, I will talk about my opinions on Top Gun Maverick in my what films I watched this month, and I'll also be covering it in the review of the year episode. I, but it's suffice to say, both these film, both of these films, Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, I quite liked. Thought they were really good. But we're not talking about Top Gun Maverick. We're talking about the original Top Gun today. I, had, yeah, I've been aware of this film for years at this point. I'm I'm very aware of it. I, I'm I'm pretty familiar with a ton of film action, lots of action type films from the '80s and '90s. Um, and I I really I like some of them, and some of them have aged very have, have aged a lot because you know they're they're classic '80s action films. You know, like I think. Die Hard is, is probably the best 80s action film ever made, Predator is really good, albeit occasionally a bit cheesy, you know, most of Arnold Schwarzenegger's action films are pretty cheesy and, and have aged a bit, but this film, Top Gun, I, I liked it, it definitely has a lot of 80s cheese to it, and it's definitely very much like, Oh, this is a bit uh, melodramatic for this sort of for the sake of it. But I think like it's it's Top Gun. You know, you you kind of can't like you sort of have to look at this film in a different way to other films. In that, like you know, it's not like it's like compa- Like it's not like it's one of the greatest films ever made or anything. But it's very much. A film that is enjoyable like I had a really fun time with this film and I I, I did quite like it so just sort of going to talk about some stuff on it um so I don't know if this has ever come up but I'm a very very big Tom Cruise fan I think he's a he's a fantastic actor he's you know I thought we talked about Collateral last year sometime which I, w- I was very complimentary of him in that film I, I, I really, really love Tom Cruise as an actor. I think he, he gives, you know, phenomenal performances in in, in, in in most of his films, even in these kinds of films. Like but he gives like performances that work for the film. Like this is a film that you don't really need a whole. You need you don't necessarily need the greatest actor, but I think he very much sells it and and works considerably well for this for this kind of role. Like I'm 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 basically basing my opinion on his performance. due to what kind of film this is because this isn't a film where you need you know like a Daniel Day-Lewis or a Leonardo DiCaprio or a uh a Joaquin Phoenix or Christian Bale you don't need one of those serious actors you just need a a good actor who can who who you know is able to you know be very charming and likable and is able to do all these sorts of things so I yeah I, I, I really liked Tom Cruise in this I think he works really well. I just think the entire cast for this film works really well. I think like this is a really good '80s film cast. Like I think '80s action films very much have like specific like because with these sorts of films you sort of need the sort of like the archetypes of '80s action films. You know, you need like the charm, charming, likable main character. You need like the sort of sarcastic, funny side you know you've got the love interest you've got a sort of got the guy who he's you know he's a bit of a dick and, and he's, he's a bit of an ass to to the main guy but at the end you know they become friends you know and you sort of and the films really very much sort of encapsulate it, it they sort of very much fall into these not set these sort of um, like i mean stereotypes is is the word i would use but like archetypes archetypes you know they sort of fall into like these boxes you know of like they they're very on 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 a surface level very basic characters but but these but this but top gun this film doesn't really need great characters it it just needs sort of more you know it just needs functional characters that work to help sell the story and then like you, you like it needs it needs good characters to help sort of sell that story and and that's it you don't like you don't need to have the greatest actors per se like you need good actors of course like every film needs good actors to be good but this is a film where you don't need like great actors you just need you know competent ones who are able to you know who who are good at who are decent at acting at the very least and are able to, you know, who who work very well and able to sell <clears throat> stuff. You know, they need to be entertaining. They need to be funny. They need to be charming. You know, they need to be. They need to. You know, in some cases, they need to be. You know, kind of dicks because that's sort of the character that they are portraying. And I, uh, I think this cast is a works pretty. Well, you know, Tom Cruise, as I said, really, I liked him. Val Kilmer, I think, is very good as Iceman. I think Val Kilmer is very good at the, the, that whole acting thing. Um, my my favourite actor and my favourite character in the film, actually, was Anthony Edwards as Goose. I think, I mean, everybody loves Goose, though. Like, he's just... the Everyone, loved, everyone loves Goose, you know? Like, y- you can't not love goose he's he's sort of he's one of those characters of like you know like like like, like every fi- like so many films have that sort of guy have that sort of sidekick character who's the, who's the charming likable guy who you know is the best character of the film who dies uh <laughs> spoiler alert but yeah i uh you know you you very much need him and in, 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 in a lot of films like this you need sort of the sight, the sort of the snarky quippy sort of side mate like sort of sidekick who 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 who, who, who is very you know entertaining and and funny and likable and charming and then you know when he dies or she dies in some case when they die you are you know you're hit very emotionally by due to, you know, your love for them as a character. And so, like, when Goose dies... I I, I mean, I knew Goose died from an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where, um, if, if you haven't seen it, basically, there's a scene where one of the characters is... He, he's trying... He uh, stopped using guns... Well, because of, you know, he, he sort of... I guess you could say PTSD. And he's basically trying... He's procrastinating to not get his gun license again. So what he's doing is just telling his boss the plot of top gun basically and and, and that's how i found out <clears throat> that goose died uh, it was still a very um, emotional scene i think that's a very welsh car like very well done scene when goose dies like you know that if they're flying and then they get sort of spun out by iceman <clears throat> inadvertently so and then they have to eject but goose gets caught on the uh, the, the top, the, the sort of roof part of the, of the plan, and he dies, and, uh, I think Tom Cruise really, it does, uh, like, he gives a lot to that sort of scene, despite it not really being, like, despite this being a very, like, a very sort of behind, like, it, it this, this isn't a film that requires great emotional acting from your cast, uh, but Tom Cruise, he really goes for it, he, he really, really sells the emotion of of you know the loss of his best friend which i think is a very it's it's i don't know if powerful is the word but it, it it it's very effective i guess is the way to put it it's, it's very effective you know and but and and it works because you feel the genuine friendship and chemistry between these characters and and it also is just you know it's the best character in the film dying which is like the you know in so many other films films like scream and you know, like in in Alien and, and aliens, and and in all these you know sort of films, and 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 Die Hard, and well, not really Die Hard, but you you know what I mean. There's there's all these great action films and horror films where the best character of the film is killed off, and and it's always it's like the the best character is the side character, you know, the the quippy you know, the, the quippy side character who has the, 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 yeah, the quippy side, yeah, the character who has the, who has the best lines and, you know, like in Scream, you know, the best character who dies is, he's got the best lines, he's got the, he's got the knowledge of film, you know, and, 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 and you see why he's killed off because, like, to be honest, the film probably wouldn't exist if he was still alive, you know, but, I mean, this is different, this is just sort of to, to sort of give Tom Cruise's character an emotional moment and, and sort of an and his own arc of like oh he sort of he, he lost his best friend and now he sort of he doesn't have the sort of I guess confidence he had before because his best friend is now dead but uh, yeah it uh, it's it's it, it, it it's 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 probably the best scene of the film honestly i, I think that Tom Cruise really sells it well it 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 it, um, it was very it was very funny though watching him like his he like a, a coast guard comes in and he, and he gets his friend and he and he attaches him to a winch and they just sort of lift him up and his body's just sort of hanging <laughs> loosely there like that's it was slightly comedic which was obviously not intentional but it just felt like mm, that's a bit interesting isn't it but besides that it was a a really solid film i, I well scene rather it was a really good scene rather and yeah i think this film just, it, it looked, you know, I think the plane stuff of the, of, of the planes flying around and everything is, is, is really great. I, I think it's, it's very well done. It's very much, it's choreographed really well. The, the movements of the plane, it looks very good. Of course, I don't I, just, I don't, and you know, I, it's, it's, and then the characters have lots of sort of, like in some sort of films, there are characters who sort of spout mum, like, Mumbo jumbo and like sort of technical jargon, and and sometimes it's very easy to sort of understand and l- like some techno jargon, like some sort of technical dialogue jargon talk, is very confusing and and you and you get confused trying to understand what they're saying and you you don't understand what they're what is happening and then like some films they, they sort of have that kind of talk and they sort of talk about this stuff and then the um and then and then you're watching and you're like i don't understand what that was like you 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 don't and even in where this they do the thing that they said they were doing before like like jaws 4 is a jaws the revenge rather is an example of they're going to do something to the shark. they're in this boat there's the main guy and then his black friend and they're talking about stuff and they are trying to sp- they're gonna do this thing to the shark but it's not very clear what they're gonna be doing to the shark so uh, you're just sort of sitting there like what the hell is this like what are they gonna be doing and and i i i think this film like if you if you're not familiar with planes like at all and and you have no knowledge of fighter jets or you have no idea of like what I think this, or call signs, or anything like that. I think this film very works pretty well at sort of saying everything in a way that you'll understand and explaining things and showing things very clearly. Like the characters will say say things and and then they'll and then they'll do the things and then they sh- and then they you know. They show it, and and it's shot very nicely. I think a a great thing about 90% of 80s action films is they have... Like, you see the action very clearly. Like, you see you know like in fight sequences you know you'd have really nice long takes of of fight sequences you know if there's a vehicle driving or or fly you know you get great shots of of the movement of the ve of it of it moving around you know you get you know in in in, in fight and punch-ups and that you see really good takes of seeing the actors actually doing it you know like a lot of the time you see when actors get into fights you see them doing it like you see it you see the actors performing these sequences and you know Tom Cruise is renowned for doing pretty much all his stunts in every single film of his and you know I think this is uh this film I guess probably was sort of the beginning because I I don't think he'd really done anything I mean you could also argue Mission Impossible was the beginning this was more of sort of just like a you could argue Mission Impossible was the beginning to it but this was sort of because sort of between this and that, you know, he did... Like, I think Color of Money was, a, was the thing he did before this. And then after this, he did, like, Rain Man and stuff. And, and then sort of in the... In 1996, when... It was in 97. I think it was 96 when Mission Apostle came out. I think that's when he really started focusing more on action-orientated roles. Although he did do dramatic work, you know, in Magnolia in 99. And, 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 and Eyes Wide Shut also in 99. I think this is, like... <clears throat> the best, like, this, this is sort of Tom, most of, I think this, is, this kind of role is sort of what we know Tom Cruise for, he's a, he, you know, a very charming, likable presence, who occasionally does some mental shit, this is, yeah, a, a good, yeah, this, this is, a, I, I like this movie, there's, I think, you know, there's some really good stuff, I, the volleyball scene is is completely unnecessary since since i'm talking about you know the the volleyball scene is completely just not in any way necessary to this film it it it, it just is such like uh it's you know how in like in the fast and furious films for example there's just you just see you know women in bikinis from behind for 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 no real reason other than hey look there's women in bikini's Sorry, <clears throat> there's women in bikinis. Let's just let's just look at them for a bit, and it's just kind of like this is what this like like I don't like like that's in 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 most '80s action films. In in like ninety percent of them, the main character gets their shirt off. Like in pretty much every Arnold Schwarzenegger film, he is shirtless. You know, like he is shirtless in pretty much every film, you know, Sylvester Stallone gets shirtless in a lot of his films, I, I think, like, Die Hard is one of the only examples where he gets shirtless for, like, a real reason, like, it, well, even, like, a, a slightly more real reason, but even then, he's, but he's also not in, like, he's not, like, Bruce Willis in Die Hard isn't shredded, you know, like, he's, he's a fit guy, because he's a cop, but he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, with biceps the size of a human head, you know, like, that. Uh, he's not, he's not mental, he's just a fit guy who, <clears throat> you know, is in shape because you sort of need to be like that, and, you know, uh, but this film just, yeah, this, this volleyball scene is just completely pointless, it really doesn't add that much <clears throat> to the film, honestly, I, I, I really was like, I knew there was a volleyball sequence in this film, it is arguably a bit gratuitous and unnecessary. Like, I really can't think of an actual reason as to why this scene was necessary. Other than the fact that the filmmakers wanted to have some shirtless men there to to try and, I guess, get a female audience, because otherwise this one wouldn't really appeal... To like this one wouldn't appeal to them because this is this is very much a manly film. You could argue, yeah, I don't know. It just it just it's 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 very much not a necessary part of the film. Um, but I I I do think this film works on like even when there's the even when there's the scenes of the characters not flying. Around and everything. Even when the characters aren't flying around, I still think the sort of scenes between people on the ground are enjoyable and, and they work. I think that I I, I, I would argue the, the the sort of character dynamics between most of the characters work pretty well. I I think. I mean, I've already sort of touched on this. I think you know, performance-wise, this film is decent for the, for what this film is like this is you know an 80s action film i'm not i'm not expecting great all-time you know like oscar worthy performances i am expecting good performances and i think like this film does pretty like is pretty decent at betraying the relationships between these characters i think the the, the woman uh charlotte and uh, Pete Maverick's relationship is, like, it's, I mean, it's decent, but it's also one of the weaker parts because, let's just be honest, relationships in, in 90% of films are fucking trash. Like, like, especially in things like 80s action films, just action films in general, honestly, I, I really don't care about Relationships in in ninety percent in, in pretty much most films. Like the only good films, the the only films I like that deal with romances are typically like about tragic breakups and those kinds of things. Like I'm, like I just don't care otherwise. I just think that's not interesting. I think seeing two happy people in in a film anyway in a, in a happy relationship is boring because you don't really like it's not as interesting honestly I I I I really don't care about what what's gonna happen you know like I think like the only sort of film I could think of with with that with like a you could argue happy relationship is her but if you've seen that film you know it doesn't end well (laughs) you know so like like it's 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 a nice you know sort of beautiful relationship in that film which is then tr- which you know by the end of the film it, 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 as we all if you've seen her i'm not going to spoil what happens uh, specifically i'm just going to say it doesn't end well for joaquin phoenix and and it, it doesn't things don't go well but but and, and so that's so yeah that's one of my i think that's one of my le- that's probably the weakest part of this film overall is the relationship between maverick and charlotte Like, I just don't care. Honestly, they've got a really weird sex scene, too. Like, it's a very 80s sex scene. And it's very strange. And I was like, what is going on here? Why is... What is Tom Cruise doing? Like, I don't know. Something about it was just like... "Does, does, Does Tom Cruise know how to kiss women? This looks very, very weird. I don't like this at all. But... I think that, you know, this is still a good movie, it just, you know, I I think that's the problem with pretty much every major eight... with pretty much every just film, honestly, is the romantic subplot. Like, I think Die Hard... It's not even a romantic subplot in Die Hard, technically. It's about him upset that she, you know, changed her name. It's, and then it, like they get together at the end of it, you know, but, like, it's not like... A, a major part of the film, per se, it's more just, like, he, he has to save her, obviously, because, you know, she's, he still cares for her, but the, the subplot isn't about them getting together, or getting back together, it's about him saving her, and all those people, which is probably why Die Hard is, works so well, and is such a great film, you know, like, like Die Hard is, is excellent, I love Die Hard, but, this is still, like, this is still, <clears throat> Top Gun, sorry, <clears throat> Top Gun is still a good action movie. It's 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 still it's I think it still really works really well. I think like the sort of final third act of the film is really well choreographed, it's really well shot. I think that the sort of acting and, and both sort of performances from all from the cast in, in that scene anyway are all very effective. I, I like how I think that the third act is is pretty like I think what a lot of action films do, especially the 80s do, is a lot of them have sort of very bland, not not necessarily bland, but they really don't, aren't that good, like they're all decent to sort of mediocre, and then the sort of third, sort of final act of the film, where, where it's sort of the big final action sequence, and everything is fucking kicking off, you know, sort of, comes it so it it all sort of comes together nicely in sort of the final action sequence of the film i think it all really <clears throat> works you know and and i think that like the you know it's sort of a nice culmination of everything that the film had been very much leaning towards, before that, you know, like, Iceman, and, uh, Iceman and, and, Hollywood, who, about well, Kilmer's character and his sort of, and his sort of co-pilot are, you know, they've, they've sort of been, pr- they've graduated, and then, you know, them, and the two of them, and, and Maverick are called back to the Enterprise to deal with this, uh, this sort of situation, and, you know, and, you know and, and and basically after that scene like'' because cause, cause Maverick hasn't sort of really gone anywhere near it near there after goose's death so he he, he doesn't want to do it'cause like he just doesn't he just loses his confidence and loses it loses you know part of himself you know his his skills sort of he's sort of lost his like his skill yeah his amazing piloting skills that we you know had seen throughout the rest of everything prior to goose's death you know, like, this is very much, like, the lowest point for the main, you know, it's the whole classic of, like, after, like, the second act, the character sort of, it's sort of the lowest point for the main character, you know, and, and you get this in, 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 in pretty much, in pretty much every film ever, you know, there's, the main character is, you know, there's a big, you know, a thing happens at the end of the second act, you know, like, uh, Maverick, Goose, is, he's lost Goose, and, and he's lost all these things, it, you know, he, he's he's lost his ability to fly, as well and, and Maverick sort of considers like maybe I I can't do this anymore. You know, like Goose's death has really affected him poorly. Maverick, you know, he he does go to the graduation, he does graduate with everyone else and then they're called back to the, the, the ship, the, the S S Leighton, uh well no not the S S Leighton, that's what they're supporting, rather the Enterprise is the ship they're returned to, the SS Leighton is what they are being called back to protect because it, you know, was it's in uh, in hostile waters, you know, and I think this is a really well shot, choreographed, made third act. It it works very very well, and I think you know it feels it just it it just works i I think like this is a a a, a positive of of most it's a thing of a lot of action films from the 80s and the 90s is that you know the third acts typically are very well shot they're very well choreographed they're very well done and i think this is 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 a, a prime another prime example of that and they you know the the, the the pilots, you know, they're outnumbered, but Maverick, he doesn't want to leave, he, he wants to say that he, he wants to help Iceman, because, you know, even though Iceman inadvertently caused the death of Goose, Maverick, you know, that's how it is, you know, they're still brothers in arms, as it were, and they they work together and they you know they're able to shoot them down and they uh they, they defeat the villain they defeat the bad guys you know as, as, as you do you know and it's, it's a very nice happy ending and and you know they they you know really respect each other at this point you know then and, and and maverick throws goose's dog tags in the ocean he's he's sort of moved on from that and he's been able to accept the re, you know that while goose is dead he Goose will never be forgotten and you know, him and Iceman, you know, they, they hug, they get a picture together, you know, they're happy. Iceman says, You can be my wingman anytime, you know, and it's a nice happy ending and, you know, Maverick decides instead of he you know, he he he, come, he goes back to Top Gun and he become, and he stays as an instructor and you know, he the film ends with him and Charlie coming back together and, and you know, sort of going off into the sunset, sort of proverbially together. So it's a nice happy ending, and I think, you know, this is a film that, you know, it's, it's, this movie's a lot of fun, I, I really liked it, it's certainly very, very enjoyable, it's, it's, it's a fun film, and it definitely, you know, is 80s, it's, it's a very 80s film, I will admit, like, it, it is a massive 80s, it is a massively 80s film, but I sort of can, I can sort of enjoy, 80s films in, in in sort of this context, and yeah, I did quite like it, so I'm giving it a, a 7 out of 10, I, I just felt, I did think that the the romantic subplot was a bit meh and it it did go on a bit long, I, I did quite like it. I also really loved the song actually, um Danger Zone it's, it's a really good song, actually I really really quite liked it, and it, it really helped, you know, sell, I think, also sound design before I forget, the sound design of this film was excellent. I I really really loved the sound design of the of the of the planes, you know, taking off of all that stuff. It was it was really really good. That was like probably one of the best parts of the film, was the sound design, and and as well as you know the 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 them flying around and everything. It was great. It was a it was a really good film. Well, it was a qu- it was quite a good film. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that is a seven out of ten for me. So. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Next week will be the beginning of a two-parter on the Jurassic Park franchise. Hopefully, uh, so that will be next week, and then the week after, and then... And then, because the because the Jurassic Park episodes will be tying into the release of Jurassic World Dominion, which I will you know discuss at some point in my review of the year, and probably what I in uh, what I what films I watched this month. But that is the next two weeks of episodes, and in between that, you also get the what I watched, what films I watched this month May edition. So yeah, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. This was a a very last minute idea. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Check out all the previous episodes I've done. And, yeah, next week, beginning of a two-parter Jurassic Park uh, extravaganza, as it were. So, yeah, check out the website. Check out all the social medias as I, I keep plugging them you know, like, like the page on Facebook, follow the Instagram, you know, message. If you've got an email, send an email if you wish to. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.